I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. Dustin, my darling, you know, we are actually recording on a Friday today. What is you? What are your plans for this upcoming weekend? Well, um, actually, I have some traveling coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Where in the world will Dustin Ross be? Toronto. Uh, I'll be oh, in Toronto you to the show? This, yeah, I'll okay. be in Toronto this weekend. For Renaissance. Yep, and I also have to go home to Michigan, too, so I got a couple... Little travel coming up. Okay. Um, yeah. You want an underground, above ground railroad journey? I am. Okay. My cousin passed away. Oh, so, I'm so sorry. yeah, That's it's okay. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. shout out to um, my cousin Deanna, um, her son Destin. He was named, his oh, name was Destin. My name is Dustin. Yeah. yeah. Um, he passed away. And Deanna is an amazing mother. She's amazing. a principal, a high school principal in Michigan, Beautiful. raised brilliant, smart. Um, academic scholars, you know, her children are smart and well adjusted. Mm-hmm. So we suffered a little bit of a loss this week. Um, so y'all gonna celebrate the life? Yeah, for right. sure. So rest right. in peace, Destin, and, and much love to my cousin mm-hmm. Deanna Ross, okay. um, and you know my family. So travel week coming why up. Why did it just occur to me? Because it was Diana Ross now from the Detroit. Are y'all related they're from to Beyond, the- They're from. She's from Detroit. I don't know if there's a link there, and I don't want to be that nigga. You know that. You know we, think, we might be related to Diana Ross. Like, I'm gonna start telling people that. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. Cause I just, I literally just put that shit together. Uh-huh. If we are, you kind of look. No, it makes all the sense <laughs> of the ma- world. It make all the okay. Sp- superstar me, superstar. That's it. All but right. Yeah. Well, what about um, you, E? I'm chilling this weekend. Actually, this evening, I'm going to see our friends over at the Surface Level Podcast. Oh, yeah. Shout yes. out to them. Yeah. Um, and I'm recording with the Butch Queens. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. So I'm wonderful. excited about this. We're going to get into that black excellence scam of it all. Shout out to shout out to Tony and Demar. Yes. Uh, um, uh, Jordan. Jordan. Shout yep. out to Jordan. What's up, Jordan? Yeah. So we, we will do that tonight. And then just a little light brunch with yeah. some sores and girlfriends okay. over the weekend. And Sounds little, good. You know, rest and cuddle time with Miss Carrie James. And that beautiful about you give my love to me i need to come see miss yeah she was actually she was trying to ask me about you she was like so i'm gonna bring her my girl i'm gonna bring her over to the crypt she is more you know she can come tap them floors any day yeah and you know she ain't gonna do nothing but lay down like this right by me she better okay yeah so speaking of uh weekend shenanigans one of the uh the kings of of the culture and the um fabulous life sean diddy combs he is responding. This shit with him and this liquor company, <sighs> it, um, Diageo, mm-hmm. is getting real nasty, y'all. So we early reported on Holden Court that he was suing them for race discrimination. Uh, in response to that, Diageo dropped him, mm-hmm. like dropped him from the label, <laughs> literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Puff is responding back, really, you know, spilling the tea about how they tried to do a fucking watermelon. watermelon. Okay, so we're going to get into that. Uh, also, I, I could not not talk about the fact that Jonathan Majors is now filing what we call a cross-complaint mm-hmm. against the, his uh, accuser. I want to talk about why I think that's some interesting timing. Cause, okay. Because I'm, ma- I'm never mad at a cross-complaint. And in fact, when you go back and you listen to the Holden Court episode, y'all, where I, Dustin and I first dissect this case— uh-huh. I mentioned that I'm surprised we didn't see a cross complaint, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. normally when it is mutual, some level, some level, any level of mutual violence between domestic partners of any genders, you'll see a cross complaint. Mm-hmm. And the cops like, well, you said he, he did this. He said you slapped the fuck out of him. We weren't here. We don't know what to make of it. We're going to 
file cross complaints and let the courts figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it is interesting that we are seeing a cross complaint, Dustin, but several months after the fact. So we'll get into that. Um, and then lastly, you know, we just had to kind of go here. This uh, Philadelphia principal has rightly been fired as fuck for withholding a diploma from a young black graduate. Good. I can't wait I to talk about this. One. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We're picking stories. I already know when so Dustin's gonna know. get turned. Yeah, we're going to hell off this week. All right. I hate that. I I hate. I wait. I'll just wait till we get there. I have very strong opinions about that story. So I wait till we get really? there. Really? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> that look burned me up. Right. When I, tell I knew. You, I knew it was gonna be tight ooh, on that one. Hot. Actually, I was so hot. I said we're gonna get this one right for Dustin. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Starting with Puff, uh, this has been really fascinating, actually, to watch from both the Sean Carter and his liquor partnership, which mm -hmm. looked like it was going to go left and then went very mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. when he was able to uh, cash out to the tune of several hundred millions of dollars um, because they were able to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Bacardi? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Puff, not so much. Uh, this was going left and has gone even further off ramp. So we talked about his original lawsuit against Diageo. This is a London-based company. This was his original partner uh, for Ciroc, mm -hmm. which uh, we know has been hugely successful mm -hmm. for both the company and for Puff. Now, one of the other products that they do together, which has not shared that same success as Ciroc, is De Leon tequila. Mm -hmm. Now, Dustin, you've had this tequila. You've yeah. partnered with it. You say yeah. it's a totally fine product. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently, Diageo has decided to uh, throw away their partnership with Puff. Uh, they have dropped him, so to speak, in response to the lawsuit that Puff filed against them, accusing them of racial discrimination, if y'all uh, don't remember. Puff was basically saying that they just weren't treating De Leon like they were their other profiled tequilas, mm -hmm. which include Casamigos. And Don Julio. And Don Julio, yep. which, I mean, they are the top tier. Like, if you go to any kind of commercial space, mm -hmm. right, whether it's a bar or a liquor store, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of like the mainstream yep. premium, premium tequilas. tequilas. Yep. Exactly. From an optics standpoint. Yep. So Puff was saying and claiming that his uh, De Leon tequila was not getting the shelf positioning. Mm -hmm. It was not getting the distribution. It was just not getting even. He didn't even like the way the packaging looked on mm -hmm. the product, the, the, the label, the branding, the bottling. And he was saying that he felt it was because the parent company, uh, Diageo, was shorting him basically, D, to better serve the needs of Casamigos and Don Julio. And Casamigos is um, owned, Clooney part owned by and, George Clooney. And Randy and, Gerber. Yeah, yeah. Also known as Cindy Crawford's husband. Right. Um, <laughs> that's how you that's get husband really to a bad is. bitch. Uh, Darius. that part. Fumble that fucking bag. Anyway. So in response to the lawsuit, Diageo said, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll do you one better. <laughs> Y'all could Get see the hell it. on. Dustin just kicked <laughs> him out the door, literally with his foot on mess. Uh, Diageo decided to go ahead and, and end that. Dirty asses. Right. So, and that's fucked up. Like, that's the definition of retaliation. Mm -hmm. When someone sues you and brings a legal claim, you should handle that like adults. You yes. Know? You, should, you should hear them out. If you've got a rebuttal or you've got a, uh, a defense, d defend. But to just say, oh, we don't like the fact that you're raising the issue. So we want to just say, fuck it. Not cool, Diageo. So, in a statement, Puff's lawyer says this. Diageo attempting to end its deal with Mr. Combs is like firing a whistleblower who calls out racism. Retaliation, as I just said. It's a cynical and transparent attempt 
to distract from multiple allegations of discrimination. Over the years, he has repeatedly raised concerns as senior executives uttered racially insensitive comments uh-oh, and made biased decisions based on that point of view. Diageo even acknowledged the problem by agreeing in his contract to treat De Leon the same way he treated its other tequila brands. Mm -hmm. He brought the lawsuit to force them to live up to that contract. And instead, they responded by trying to get rid of him. This lawsuit and Mr. Combs are not going away. Good for him. Yeah, I'm Good not mad him. at this at all. Mm -hmm. um, I was lucky enough to partner with De Leon several times on some um, social campaigns. Mm -hmm. um, but I believe every word Diddy has said. Now, we know damn well. The mm -hmm. only reason that Ciroc was as successful as it was was because Diddy was the face of that brand. Yeah, because it was really whack. That's okay. why it was, and that's why we all suffered through it mm -hmm. and drank it back when we did. You right. know what I mean? And when people we, are when still... We could, when we could have been drinking Kettle One or Grey Goose or Belvedere or something of high quality. But you're right, because of the brand. I mean, I've been, been at many a bar ordering that nasty-ass Ciroc coconut. Yep, Ciroc <laughs> coconut. I used to <laughs> drink mine that? straight or with Me a little splash of pineapple. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, and the red berry came out. Totally. Um, They got that summer... Shit, yeah, yeah. You know, all of that. Some sores bought that shit to other girl. But, but it was we drank it because we Diddy. drank it literally to be in proximity to Diddy. And this is going to be weird what I'm about to say, but it's the truth. It also made me feel connected to Andre Harrell. I understand completely. But you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it was just a part of that yep. fabulous, yep. ghetto, fabulous. I completely understand life. the connection. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I wanted to participate in that. So thus, Ciroc. And that to me demonstrates the value that he added in, totally. in that partnership. So. Why did they let DeLeon fall by the wayside? Mm -hmm. Diddy did. I've seen him several times um, promoting that te that tequila brand. Absolutely. He always it used to be a Revolt it. Summit. Oh, my God. It, it, it was all over um, Carissa, please. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, he definitely, to me, showed up in support of the As brand. As a partner. No, I, absolutely he did. And, I, I, I mean, th there's nothing to me that even looks remotely fishy or convoluted around the obvious claim that y'all shitted on my tequila brand because y'all had chosen favorites mm -hmm. of your tequila portfolio, which happened to be led by white men, mm -hmm. and my brand suffered because of it. Mm -hmm. Period. So let's listen. Let's let's settle that claim. Let's compensate me for that claim. Let's change some business practices as a result of the claim. Right. As his lawyer said in the statement, we filed the claim to make you make good on your own promise to mm -hmm. do right by me in this brand. That's not an invitation to end the partnership, sir. And the fact that you did is very telling to me if this thing goes it's to trial. It's retaliatory. Come on. Period. That wasn't smart on their behalf legally. No, at all. At all. So now, and you notice um, <laughs> his lawyer keeps saying their attempt to end the partnership. Like you might have you might have done this, but 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 they're mm -hmm. about to run it right mm -hmm. on back in your house. Mm -hmm. So as they should get money, Diddy. I ain't mad at it. That's it. Take it as far as it can go. I love it too. Um, the president of Combs Global says this. It's absurd, and I want to say that's a woman. Good. Which is great. Yep. Yeah, I will say Puff is pretty fucking good about hiring extremely smart, talented women to run his shit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's absurd for uh, Diageo to suggest that a black person should be quiet and accept racism or discrimination because they earned a lot of money. Mm. Sean Combs is a spirits pioneer who has accomplished historic success with Ciroc. He will always fight to be treated fairly. Um, and there's some really important subtext in that statement, D. If you remember when we first covered it, Diageo was saying shit like, we respect Mr. Combs as a talent. Like they were 
you know, they were just throwing a little shade, like mm -hmm. basically Negro, mm -hmm. you out of turn. Mm -hmm. You're speaking out of turn. Mm -hmm. Don't 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 get out of your place. Mm -hmm. Shut up and dribble, as right. you mentioned, yep. right? Yep. You're 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 a rapper, you're a producer, you stay over there and let us business people handle the business. Mind you, they sell liquor, but go ahead. <laughs> right. My, 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 meanwhile, y'all are bootleggers. The audacity, right? <laughs> Makes you think you can assume a haughty position of superiority here. Right. And you motherfuckers sell liquor. Right. Y'all half a step from bootlegging. Come on now. So it's uh it's good on Puff for this one. Uh, I think this is obviously retaliatory on the part of this uh, company. And I think we all see it for what it is. Mm -hmm. So I think this is going to be pretty open and shut. Puff, will pr I don't think they'll come back from this in the way that Sean Carter and Bacardi were able to repair Figure things out. Yeah, yeah, I think this is now a little too messy. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. Going back to uh, when they, quote, ended the partnership. That's when Puff was like, OK, well, now now let me tell it. <laughs> he let the chopper sing at yeah. that point. Yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. He was like, y'all back, do back door were so insensitive to the cultural competency of my brand and my following that y'all literally tried to put out a fucking watermelon flavored mm -hmm. Ciroc in which Puff or someone on his team or both had to uh, pull their coattails, uh, as my mother would say, and let them know the egregious history of associating uh, black folks and watermelon going back, of course, to the minstrel show mm -hmm. era of the stereotypes of us uh, shucking and jiving mm -hmm. for the sake of, of, of chicken and watermelon. Uh, you know, and these are the missteps, Dustin, that you and I have seen companies take over and over and over again. And then when we call them on their shit, instead of being apologetic and corrective, they actually get nasty. Yeah, and make it worse. That's fine. Let's take that shit to trial. Like that's that rapper, Mr. Big. Take that shit to trial. That's it. Let's take it to trial then mm -hmm. and let's see what's up. We'll see what's up. Because this is very black Diage and white to me. Very much so. <laughs> uh, much like our color coordination here in the studio How about today. That? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Diageo want Puff to open up that that the record keeping. I don't think it's gonna go well for them. Too late, cause bitch, you got one time to play with me like that. You telling me you kicking me out? Yeah. And you wrong as hell. Okay. Well, let's play the game then. And Puffy got the resources to play the long game legally with them. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah, I think they didn't, they didn't mess with the wrong one. Um, you know, Puff like litigation anyway. So, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> mm -hmm. and so, you know, and, and 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 to your point, you know, there's certain when you get to that mogul status, whether it's Byron Allen, whether it's Jay Z, yeah. whether it's um, Puff, as we talked about, whether it's Beyonce, as we've seen, these people are not afraid of no litigation. Mm -hmm. How can they be? You don't you don't get to billionaire status being being no punk when it comes to litigation. So here we go. Let's go. No, this one is a little more unfortunate. Mm. Um, Jonathan Majors, uh, y'all know, has uh, been charged with uh, some very severe domestic violence charges as it relates to a young woman he was formerly in a relationship with. Uh, we now know her name, Grace Jabari. Mm hmm. <sighs> Say her sad. name, right. Grace, Grace Jabari. Jabari. Uh -huh. So this was March 25th of this year here in New York City, downtown vicinity. They got into it in some way. The uh, I remember her and uh, allegations. She was choked, and he broke her finger or some shit. Something, something not good. Okay, so then he was um, arrested. He was released with, on his own recognizant, which I flagged for y'all jurors. A mm -hmm. little bit of a tell. It, it, it says a couple of things. It says that they don't think of him to be a significant flight risk. And mm -hmm. it also says that for whatever reason, they don't feel that he will cause uh, additional harm mm -hmm. if if kept out. So he has been uh, released. 
obviously he's been released because he's been going around the world with his new girlfriend, Megan Good. Mm-hmm. I don't think that is good for her, mm-hmm. regardless of her feelings for him, which may be valid. Um, I just think there is something to be said for keeping a really low profile. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just my legal advice and experience, Dustin, whether you're guilty or not or something in between. Uh, I just think it's always best for all parties involved to maintain a really low profile for sure. during the adjudication phase. Mm-hmm. Now, once this is done, whatever that is, um, not guilty, case dismissed, guilty, probation, whatever the outcome of this case is, once that is adjudicated is the legal term, you and Megan Good, go fucking fly to fucking space with Bezos. I don't yeah. give a fuck what y'all do. Yeah. But I, I don't like the public nature of them parading the relationship and going public in the midst of this cloud mm-hmm. hanging over the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You, um, you know, I would be much more concerned with, I understand that maybe, I know Megan personally, so, oh, okay. you know, I much love to her. I would like her to play me in the uh, She would be an film. incredible Ebony K. Would Williams, she? right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. So shout out to Megan, yeah. but I, um, I, you know, I just hope the best for her. And I do agree oh, with you yeah. that during these types of times, mm-hmm. you know, keeping a low profile is best. It's best for him. Yeah. Like it's best for Jonathan. Like yeah. if I'm Jonathan's lawyer, I'm like, sir, I don't give a fuck if you are dating, you know, pr- Princess of Black America, Megan Good or Meghan Markle. You yeah. go sit down somewhere. Yeah. Just sit the fuck down. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Mm hmm. Matter of fact, go go do some community service so I can take this shit to the judge and try yeah. to make this shit better for you. Anyway, so back to this new countersuit. So now Jonathan Majors has said, let me go ahead and file this cross complaint. Uh, he's done this with New York uh, Police Department. He's filed his own domestic violence complaint against Grace Jabari in which he alleges. And I think that's why we finally know her name now mm-hmm. is through his complaint. Because mm-hmm. remember, before she was just accuser. But he's, uh, you know, cited her in his complaint. He alleges that she attacked him, mm-hmm. not the other way around, which has been his legal defense publicly since this thing mm-hmm. first went down. He does remain charged. So his charges are still pending, but now she's got charges pending. Mm-hmm. She alleged that Jonathan Majors broke her finger, twisted her arm, struck her in the ear and caused it to bleed. He's denied all those allegations. We've got an August 3rd. That's coming up soon. Trial date set in her case against him. We will await a trial date for his case against her. Mm-hmm. So now th- that's what a cross complaint is, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's when basically the parties are the same, but the nature of the charges are reversed. Mm-hmm. So he's a defendant in one. She's the defendant in the other. The state of New York is the plaintiff in both. Hence the cross complaint nature. Now let's go back to this. He was in court on June 20th. Then the next day, he woke up and went down to the Chinatown precinct and gave his own police report of what happened that night. He alleged the following. Ms. Jabari was drunk and hysterical Mm -hmm. that she scratched, slapped, grabbed his face, causing him pain and bleeding, Mm -hmm. according to a domestic incident report and a sworn affidavit obtained by the insider. Uh, As far as that sworn affidavit, y'all, you know, when you go... uh, to file a police report, that, that sworn affidavit part is where the magistrate makes you you know, swearing a Bible that you are being truthful. That's mm-hmm. all that is. All right. A second NYPD precinct, the one that covers his penthouse. Okay. Penthouse mm-hmm. in Chelsea is also involved in investigating his count. So there's an investigation ongoing y'all against, uh, the girlfriend, uh, ex-girlfriend Jabari. 
Both precincts found probable cause to arrest her. Ding, ding. That's a flag. So they didn't just take his sworn affidavit. There was probable cause, whether that is, I have to imagine, um, hospital records or Mm. some type of medical records, probably showing injuries. Perhaps he had photos on his phone of his scratches and bleeding. Go ahead. Well, I I read that Mm -hmm. his lawyer said, Mm -hmm. which I thought was important, and I want to talk to you about that, because all the accounts that I read of the new information that's coming forward regarding um, her being Mm -hmm. violent with him or not being necessarily the most truthful about what she, what was wrong with her. Right. They said there was video footage of her. I guess it was a finger on her right hand Mm -hmm. that she said he broke. Okay. And there was footage of her after the alleged incident Mm -hmm. in a club, moving her hair behind her hand with that, with that hand and moving around Mm -hmm. freely, you know, without any sign of, you know, injury. injury. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to some other eyewitness accounts, again, this came from his attorney. Right. 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 Eyewitness accounts from the Uber driver, people mm-hmm. who were outside, all mm-hmm. those things that identified her, Grace Jabari, as the aggressor. As the aggressor. And the person who was being violent. So my question to you, though, E, yes, right? Sir. Yes, sir. Because I've I noticed that the let me let me go back. Mm-hmm. So once all this new information started coming out that there may have been evidence that evidence. painted her as yeah. the accuser, or the or painted her as the aggressor, regular rather. Yeah, I saw that that information was even though it was coming from different media outlets, mm-hmm. it was from statements from his lawyer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So people are now questioning the validity of that. How because do we know from, from his, his camp, right? Yeah. So what is what do you make of that? E? You know, being that she was arrested, actually. Well, right. I mean, listen, that's. The key word you said there is evidence, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this is not just Jonathan Major's word, which would not really have much credibility. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about evidence, uh, that that's different. That's something that can be proven in a mm-hmm. court of law at the right time. Now, there's mixed feelings, to answer your question, D, in the legal community around lawyers kind of talking at the side of their neck pre-trial. Pre-trial, okay, okay. But let me tell you what's mixed about it. Some people say... Lay low, keep it player, as you would say, mm-hmm. and the time to raise that evidence and start talking, telling your side is, is at trial. But there are others that say, and the late great Johnny Cochran really would probably be in this second camp. Mm-hmm. They say, uh, trial is too late, motherfuckers. The trial has started. The court of public com- opinion has commenced, and there is a. A school of thought, Dustin Ross, that says that it is your job as defense counsel to zealously advocate for your client by any means necessary. Mm. And that could include putting your version, your narrative, your side of the story out for public consumption or at least consideration Mm -hmm. on the front end of a trial, jury selection, whatever, whatever that's about to be. So there's no right or wrong. Um, It wasn't my style. When Mm -hmm. I was practicing, just because I think there's also a lot of risk of harm when you do Mm -hmm. that, because now, you know, you're putting your cards on the table, so to speak, in advance. And that creates opportunity for people to poke holes further. Mm -hmm. So to me, you got to weigh that, I guess, is my answer. You got to weigh that in this particular case. I kind of see why. But ultimately, the good news here is this, y'all. The truth will come out Mm -hmm. because people are talking about provable evidence mm-hmm. we're talking about whether it's forensics whether whether it's talking about video whether it's talking about photograph evidence whether i'm sure both of them if these injuries were as damning as they both allege had some type of medical treatment well they also ebony said that 
they have body cam footage mm. from the officers who arrived on the scene, right? Suggesting that she, they were suggesting to Grace Jabari mm-hmm. that she say that he did these injuries or he, mm. you know, caused this harm to her. Coaching her. And they have body cam footage, allegedly, per his attorney, per his attorney. of these officers, the arriving officers, commenting on the, the grandiose nature of the penthouse and, oh, oh how this is not, how is they living here and all that other uh-huh. shit from the body cam footage. Which I can see. So, you know I what mean, I'm saying? Yeah, there's I, no doubt that, like, listen, none of this shit's happening in a vacuum, Dustin. You know, the fact that this is an interracial couple. Let's start mm-hmm. with that. I mean, this is this goes back to the origins of American history, right? Uh, this big, dark, black, Afro-featured man mm-hmm. with this relatively small-framed, white, perceived, fragile damsel woman. Damsel in distress. Right. That, that's at play. Fake-ass damsel in distress, allegedly. Alleg- <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> that's at play. Then this black man has the audacity to be wealthy. Mm-hmm. That's at play. Mm-hmm. Um, famous. That's at play. Like so, all of these dynamics are going to be at play here. What 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 I, what my spidey senses are telling Come me. On. And I felt this from the beginning. I think that Jonathan Majors probably put his hands on this woman in some way. Mm-hmm. I absolutely believe Grace Jabari put her hands on Jonathan Majors, probably first. Mm-hmm. Just because I've seen we've seen this story before. Mm-hmm. Either way. Guess what? Jonathan Majors was wrong, mm-hmm. I believe. Grace Jabari, I believe, was wrong. I will predict that these cross complaints will be mutually dismissed mm-hmm. pre-trial, and both parties will be probably served protective orders to stay away from each other for probably a year. That's how I expect this to play out. Wow. Well, it'll be interesting to see because we know that Jonathan Majors was literally reaching a career high. Jeez, I know. He had all the intention of the world. He had the literally, literally global, the whole world. Global, yeah. Um, so that Marvel shit is not to be played with. This will be interesting. But I will say to their credit, I, I suppose uh, Disney was one of the few major ventures that he was partnered with that I, I believe to this day has not totally not disregarded mm-hmm. him. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see, which is very good, especially if he's innocent. If he's innocent. innocent. Yeah, but so let's talk about that just for one second before we move on to this final story. If he's innocent, yes. But but here's. I'm taking a beat because because what I'm about to say is going to probably hit difficultly for some to receive. But just hear me out. Hold the space. for Okay. Let's say he is innocent. There is something to be said, and while everything is not foreseeable, Dustin, mm-hmm. there is something to be said for, especially when you when when God is ascending you. Yeah. Okay. Let me just go here. When you know that you have planted the seeds of ascension, you know we were talking about mulch earlier. <laughs> I had to I had to just cut it for a minute. But when you know that you have done the work, mm-hmm. when you know that you have, in Jonathan Major's case, availed yourself to the great thespian training of Yale School of Drama, Come when on. you have done the theater, when you have worked your way up from bit part to bit part, and now, you know, God is really just jacking you on up to the highest heights of your potential. I do want to say that you need to just, this is just, this is just auntie energy talking and really lived experience. This is what happens when you get to be about 40. Mm-hmm. You you got to like really move a little more carefully. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta really fucking watch. I mean, really watch who you're around. Yeah. You gotta really watch the spaces in which you are mm-hmm. seen yep. and occupied. You know, you almost have to, and I'm not really one to 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 spread paranoia, Dustin Ross, but but you do kind of almost have to um operate in a little bit of a protective bubble. Absolutely. Right? Um, because there's going to be, you know, the higher God takes you, the more active the enemy becomes. Mm-hmm. The more vulnerable you the become. The more vulnerable you become, the more at risk mm-hmm. you become and, and everything you're building becomes. You need to be conscious of risk management. So that's that's my point. Thank you for saying it. Plainly. Yeah. Risk management. So I think there's a cautionary tale here for all of us. Mm-hmm. Domestic abuse aside. Mm-hmm. When you know your your winning season is upon you, especially, just be be a little more careful. That's just you're right. You know what I mean? You know I know. I know you know, and so you know right. I know. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know I know. Yep. Cause I know. Yep. Okay, and this last story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I mean, it, it ain't nothing. We just gonna go on. It ain't. We just gonna go on. And on. That's what we gonna do. You said we. Not, you said we gonna go on home. We gonna go on. Oh, cause I'm like, I ain't ready to go no, home. We gonna go on. Oh, yeah, I ain't ready home. to go home. <laughs> we outside any right. day. Right. Like, okay? I don't want to go on home to right. the upper room. No, we going on. We ain't going on home. I thought you was. Uh-uh. That's why I thought no, you let was. Me, let me let me steer the car. Okay. We ain't going. Let me look. Let me back up. Oh shit! You scared me, me Dustin. Up. That's the okay. second time you just scared nah, me this episode. <laughs> I said, ah, oh, shit, that's the taking us all up to the upper room. God Not yet, goddamn it. All right, okay. we got some more things to do, like this yes. last story. Okay, so this is <laughs> Philadelphia High School principal. Ooh. I don't know when these white women going to realize that there's mm. film recording everything, and you just can't move like you used to move these mm-hmm. days. Last month, the leader of a Phil- Philadelphia high school for girls, so this is actually a very prestigious school, Lisa Mezzi is her name. She Shoot, was, her last name would be Messi. Me- right. Because that's what she is, messy. Came under fire when she had the audacity to withhold diplomas from at least two graduates. There may be more. Messy, who served as the Academy's chief leader since 2019, made the controversial decision due to the young ladies allegedly not adhering to the no outburst rules that were put in place for the ceremony. So let's talk about it. According to 17-year-old Hafasa Abdul Raham, mm-hmm. uh, Lisa Mezzi told the students that their loved ones would not be able to cheer or even to clap for them as they walked across the stage to receive their diplomas. Uh, out of excitement, uh, two of these teens, um, Miss Abdul Rahman mm-hmm. and Salima Birch, mm-hmm. uh, they were said to have been doing this little giddy dance. And, and we've seen video, mm-hmm. but it's, it's actually extremely cute to and me. Harmless. It's it's adorable. It wasn't even um, disruptive, but go ahead. It's cute. They're doing a little hair flip. You know, they're excited um, because they are graduating yes. um, from a very prestigious high school uh, and, and presumably going on to uh, great things. So that guess what? It was so cute that the crowd laughed at it because mm-hmm. it was these two cute little girls being cu- what cute. Because of this, Messi forbade the retrieval of their diplomas. So this is her withholding their diplomas amid the event. Literally, like... On the stage in front of everybody. Yeah, embarrassing them. She's trying to punish them. And one of the young ladies said that. Said that Principal Messi stole the moment from me. And I will never forget that. She later added, I understood the rules because I was saying shush in the video. Don't say anything because I want my diploma. And I knew that we weren't supposed to do it. 
One of them concluded by mentioning that fellow students who were seemingly given their recognitions even after, um, oh, that they received their diplomas, even though they were blowing kisses and waving. So behavior that was derivative of the same energy. And she expressed that she was humiliated, Dustin, uh, because she failed to receive her diploma on behalf of her late sister. Um, and that took joy away from the special occasion. Extremely sad. The district of Philadelphia says this the school district. The district does not condone the withholding of earned diplomas based on family members cheering for their graduates. Period. Period. We apologize to all families and graduates who were impacted, and we are further looking into this matter to avoid it happening in the future. That's right. However, the Girls High Alum Association said something quite different. They stood with the principal, Dustin. Principal Messi clearly communicated the guidelines and regulations uh, for the ceremony and added dose of warmth and humor. Mm -mm. The school was established in 1848, and it's known for its conservative beliefs. An interim principal has been named Go off. First of all, I remember vividly at my big age, adults like her, mm -hmm. when I was a, an adolescent and a teenager in public school yep. who went out of their way to make it harder for the student body. And to this day, as I'm a big grown ass adult, I go out of my way. Fine, I remember that. Fine, man. Thank you, Ebony, because you a fine motherfucker too. <laughs> Back that ass. Okay. Up. Okay. But I remember. I, I'm conscious of that today in the way that I move and engage with younger people, mm -hmm. in the examples I set, in in being understanding of their experience. You got to remember that shit as an adult. Absolutely. And who is she with her? steamy, um, rancid underarms and gross <laughs> neck hot stanking under that robe to try to embarrass those little girls who are happy and on the yes. brink of, of young womanhood and, and entering a new phase in their life mm -hmm. at a point when you should be affirming these girls. Let's not even talk about the fact that these were high school students during what? The pandemic. That's it. Who, who have made it. This graduating class has so much to, to celebrate, celebrate and be to be proud, proud of. of. Yes. And you're choosing to set an example, look at what you're showing these kids. You're mm -hmm. an educator, ma'am. Mm -hmm. You're 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 working in administ in the administration of an educational institution, which is supposed to be lauded as you know one, one of the, the best, best of schools the best. in yeah, Philadelphia. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, and you up there. When I saw her shake her head and hold, I wish them little girls would have snatched that fucking diploma from right. her and she kept it moving. And found out. Yeah, like I just remember, I remember hating people like that. Yeah. And when I looked up there and saw her looking like that, that blob. You remember in Weird Science when they turned the brother Chet into that big blob of shit, mm -hmm. and he was bubbling and burping totally. up. That's what she, she looked, looked like, like on that well, stage. That, that's what her spirit was. That's given. what that her nasty evil spirit mm -hmm. trying to break these young girls' spirits who were showing excitement. Mm -hmm. You should. Be if you can't stand them that much, you should be happy they're leaving anyway, and that you should part. be the first one handing off their 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 diploma. Mm -hmm. I think it was a very poor example that she set. I'm glad that the internet is on her ass yep. and embarrassing her the same way she, she tried, tried to, to embarrass, embarrass those, those girls. Children. Yeah. Um. And and she's getting exactly what she deserves. Get her the fuck out yeah. of a position of leadership because she's not qualified to lead. That was wrong. It was wrong. It was dead wrong. And you said something important there, Dustin, which is lead. And she's not a leader. No. Because no one's following her. What she is, is an authorita authoritative monster. Mm -hmm. She is somebody who is more concerned with expressing and flexing and abusing authority. Yep. Then you are off. with correct. You exactly. You getting your rocks off. You're you're feeling feeding your ego. Mm -hmm. Messy ass. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. through the backs of these sweet young girls because they quote defied your who the fuck are you? So let's let's back it up too. So you know I was blessed with the opportunity to give the commencement at Benedict College uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. and you know everybody says that because listen we understand it's graduation day mm-hmm. it's gonna be a long day it's an exciting day it's a wonderful day it's gonna be a long day we got a lot of graduates everybody and their mamas literally everybody literally. and their mama mm-hmm. is excited to see their child's name called march across the stage and get their paperwork okay and depending on the size of the student body that could take two hours that could i've seen it take seven hours mm-hmm. okay so understandably, the president of, of Benedict says the same thing that all these so-called academic leaders say. You know, everybody, let's just hold our applause till the end. And da, 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 da. Shit. Hello. You know the vibes. Okay. Listen, when We're I tell crazy. you them cues was hopping across that stage, I broke that fucking stage. Yep. Uh, my souls was skewing down yep. to the paperwork. And guess what? Guess what that president did? Guess what the board of trustees that was seated behind me did? Guess what the Reverend Jesse Jackson Jr., mm-hmm. who was seated beside Come me, on. who gave uh, honorary remarks and also alongside me, Dustin Ross, received an honorary degree that day. Come on. We, cla- we put our hands together mm-hmm. and we clapped for those young kids. Mm-hmm. And we enjoyed the spirited energy alongside them mm-hmm. because it's a day of celebration of tremendous accomplishment. Hello. And when you are pro-student... That's what the fuck you do. Let me tell you how we need to implement stricter background checks. On mm-hmm. First of all, I, we need you to. You said this before. I love this idea. We need to pay educators more. You, flat you out. You get what you pay for. It needs to be regulated by the government. They need yep. to be paid far more. And there also needs to be a much more rigorous background screening. check and screening process mm-hmm. for these people who are responsible for shaping the minds of the of the next generation absolutely and bitches like her because that's what she was totally. a big old like bitch. A bitch ass. right yeah. bitches like her don't have no no right yep. and and no they don't have any business being in that being space. in a position like that to withhold a diploma from from those graduates that is totally not agree. the example that you want to set for people that's going why would you send these young girls out into the world with a chip on their shoulder for people in positions of authority. Why wouldn't you lead with love? Trifling as hell. Trifling as hell. Like you said, getting her rocks off, feeling a way. I'm not going to think that it's not totally uh, unrelated that those were two young girls of color. That's not lost on me, baby. Yep. At all. Uh, And I think there is a distaste by some white folk as to the uh, the celebratory mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. of How cultures of people of color yeah you know we we and that that's across the board for people of color yeah. whether you know i was just in india you know they turn the fuck up mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's just what it is in africa we turn the fuck up in eight parts of asia we they turn, turn the, the fuck, fuck up, up. Yeah. yeah you know so so i think that that is you know when you can't participate in that mm-hmm. energy dustin because you don't know about that energy mm-hmm. you feel excluded from that energy so you want to flex well that's what you flex your ass right out of that position man as you should may yeah. you rot may you rot <laughs> may you rot straight up may the, may the, may she rot i can i i have no room for mm-hmm. adults like her i no. think that that is the problem with the world today mm-hmm. is that people take advantage of positions of authority like that and in, in, in stupid ass ways like that yeah in ways that they really just undermine uh the culture those young ladies will never get that day back yes they, of course they will get their degrees uh, and unfortunately you know we saw something 
similar, had some differences, but I didn't like what, um, there was an HBCU, I want to say it maybe was FAMU, that tried to withhold a young lady's diploma because she took some photos that they didn't like. Do you remember this story? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I, like I, that shit the, either. Yeah, me either. Here's the thing about that, y'all. Let's be very fucking clear. Once a student has completed the coursework, mm -hmm. it's done. That's it. It's not up to you. I understand the, the prestige of these uh, you institutions, know, institutions and, and shit. But, but, but guess what? We're not going to play respectability politics, Dustin Ross. Not when I pay for this. When I pay for this <laughs> and when I earned this. The time to withhold my degree was before the test was turned in, bitch. Motherfucking right. Yep. <laughs> okay? Yeah. After that part, give me my fucking paperwork. This is not how you communicate to younger people that education is, is important, the, is important mm -hmm. and the right path and that's something that will lead them to happiness. That's not the messaging that you No, are. it was punitive. When she, like you said, yeah. she did, did this right here, trying yeah. to hold it. You're trying Ooh, to punish I'm them. I'm getting mad now. Just, just thinking, just of, just thinking about it. Ebony, you know I... Hate well, Dustin loves like the kids. First of all, Dustin loves the kids. I do. So, and I know you do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, and they all right for me yeah, too. Like, <laughs> but, you, but you know what I'm saying? Like th yeah. this is this is it's what terrible. life is about. And if you keep living, like yeah. people will see that. Yeah. Things change. The the cycle of life it never stops. Yeah. So why waste your time mm -hmm. trying to flex and, and make these kids be something that they're not she's a hazer and and t let me tell you something time's up on that type of hazing shit like you it's said not, like, the world is evolving and guess what those young ladies are going to get their happy with or without you ma'am they're going to get their success with or with right that part oh well good thing she's bye-bye bye bitch bye 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 see ya um see ya sally <laughs> we don't care Made the what that lady say that was you seen that crazy ass pastor who was giving that uh sermon we'll say about people going to the Beyonce concert and oh, how Beyonce's God. fans were at Coven. But what she did say that was funny, she was like, May the dealings of the Lord be upon you. I said, Oh, I'm taking that. Right, the dealings okay? of the Lord. May the dealings of the Lord be upon that woman. Messy. That that, that messy, messy woman, okay? With her musty ass. I'm gonna musty, call her musty ass, rancid neck, sour foot. Cankle under that robe. Oh my God. I can't stand her liver spot having oh! ass. I cannot stand people like that. No, but you know what? What those a people, poor example. But those people always get what's coming to them, baby. That's mm -hmm. why her ass is what? Probably on Indeed. As That's we speak right. Right That's now. Right. That's Looking right. for a motherfucking Looking it up gig. With glasses on because you know the bitch can't see. <laughs> Let me stop. He's gonna take it all the way there, y'all. That's gonna do it for this week's episode of Hold of Court. Join us again next week. We'll be back in session. That's in right. the meantime, we don't want y'all musty like messy bitch. Nope. So wear your deodorant. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and moisturize sunscreen. Mm -hmm. It's time to just layer up mm -hmm. on products. It's time to, for real. And it's also time to layer up on chilling the fuck out mm -hmm. and being an example for the next generation, mm -hmm. showing them the way. Whitney said that. Yeah. Teach them well and let them lead, lead the, way. the way. You got to show them first, honey. Yes, and it's not by being an evil warthog mm -hmm. on no. stage, okay? No, child. Read That's your terms and conditions. Bye, y'all. Holden Court is an Interval Present original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. 
consultant Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to operations lead Sarah Yu, business development lead Sheffy Ellen Swag, and marketing lead Samira Still. 